Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Encouraging Encounters, and I'm your host, Abigail DeRocher. I'm so excited for today's episode because I am interviewing my friend Lydia Warnock. She has been a consistent and faithful friend to me throughout college, and she is going to be talking about her dating relationships today. So the topic for today's episode is encounters with dating, and Lydia is just full of wisdom. She is the epitome of a wise and discerning friend, and I'm excited for her to get to share that with all of you on the episode today, and just for y'all to be able to learn from her and learn um, how she navigated her breakup at the beginning of college and how she's navigating her relationship currently and how she's just seen the Lord work through all of that. So with that being said, let's get into it and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, we're coming in hot because I'm with Lydia, and we already recorded this whole entire episode, but it's deleted, so we're re-recording, but it's going to be even better, and I'm so excited for y'all to listen to everything she has to say. So, I'm with Lydia Warnock, one of my friends from college. Hello! And so, Lydia, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Lydia. I am a junior at UGA. I'm a double major in exercise science and psychology, hoping to do strength and conditioning or sports psychology, maybe some counseling. I don't really know. Um, I love fitness and activity. I like to rock climb and crochet. Yes, she does. And my fun fact is always that I'm left-handed, which is really lame. No, that's a good fun fact. But today on the episode, we are going to be talking about Lydia's dating life and her experience with dating in college and then also her relationship with the Lord and how she saw God's faithfulness through her past relationship and her relationship now. Um, But first, just to start off, tell us a little bit about your relationship with the Lord, when you became a Christian, when you started walking with God, all of that. So to begin, I was <laughs> born in a Christian house, so I grew up knowing all the Jesus and Bible answers, and which is a blessing. I'm very grateful that yeah. that was the case. Yeah. And then in middle school, I got under some really awesome leadership in my youth group at church. And they really poured into me and showed me what it means to follow Jesus actually. Yeah. And have a relationship with him. So I got really curious about it. Started to pursue the Lord and desire more of that. So I just did that all throughout middle school and high school. Grew a lot of my faith. I still had a lot of questions. A lot of unanswered prayers. Made a lot of mistakes. (laughs) And then... Once I got to college, which with this pivoted with my relationship and breakup, I saw the Lord in a whole new way, experienced Him in a whole new way, and He answered a lot of prayers that I had been curious about for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. 
That's awesome. And I think that's so interesting that like your relationship with the Lord started to grow so much after your breakup, um, because that's what we're going to be talking about today. So tell us just about your relationship in high school and then coming into college, what that looked like, the dynamics of the relationship. And was it your first boyfriend ever? No, I had like okay. baby boyfriends, but... But it was a more, significant relationship. Yes, it was okay. definitely longer and more serious. Yeah, yeah. Which was also part of the problem. Right, right. So I started dating this guy in my junior year, and we dated for around two years. Mm-hmm. We were both pursuing the Lord to a degree, and we're both like... Pursuing the right things and in the right yeah. places, but we just were both very unhealthy teenage kids, and we were really naive and just didn't know a lot. Yeah. So I think that we had a lot of problems that most high schoolers have in their relationships. Right. Which, for me, being a girl, was mostly like an unhealthy dependence and idolizing of him and the relationship, and anytime I was happy... It was with him, and if I was yeah. sad, I wanted to go with him, and if it yeah. was good, him. Yeah. I, we were long distance, even when I right. was in high school, so I just lived for the weekends when I could go be with him, right. and I just was so distraught when I had to leave him. Yeah. And that's not to say I wasn't pursuing the Lord then, but I definitely put him emotionally before the Lord. Yeah. And then when I came to college... Um, I was really busy mm-hmm. doing all the freshman college things, and we unexpectedly, unexpectedly to me, broke yeah. up. Yeah. And it was really rough. Yeah. Really hard. Probably the most emotionally traumatic experience yeah. I've had because I was so unhealthily attached to him and had yeah. put all my heart and hopes into mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get that. And I remember whenever y'all broke up because it was at the beginning of freshman year and we still like didn't really know each other super well. And I just remember it being like not traumatic, but it was a dramatic like situation because anytime someone breaks up, it's like, whoa, like that's going to be really hard to recover from. So talk about like just freshman year, like you're just going off to college like all these exciting things are happening but then for you like something really hard happened like how would you maybe speak to someone who's experiencing something similar with that right now that's a good question (laughs) I would say that it was really hard and you could think that it kind of dampered my freshman year experience but it really didn't yeah I think it gave me freedom to grow in all the relationships and all the community Mm -hmm. that I wanted and needed yeah it allowed me to just be where I was and focus on the things that were around me which was really nice um yeah my mom told me a lot that distractions are good and to let myself be distracted yeah and college is a great place for that right so if you're going through something hard (laughs) just dive into what you're passionate about and yeah Really, a lot of it was that I just learned to depend on the Lord because 
Yeah. Like, you know, I literally couldn't go to biology lab without crying. Yeah, yeah. I would go to the phone room in the dorm and just be a mess and not be able to control myself at first. Yeah. And so learning to depend on the Lord to go throughout my day and relying on Him a lot was amazing, Right. obviously. Right. Um, so I would say that even though it was really hard, there was so much good that came from it. It also allowed me to have a way deeper relationship with my community. Yeah. With the girls that I was already, like, wanting to get to know better. Yeah. We connected because, thankfully multiple of us were going through breakups or we're on track for breakups right so I had a lot of community in that right and we got to sympathize and talk but then even just having friends for the first time who loved the Lord and yeah. were encouraging and could point right. to the truth was the best distraction yeah no that's awesome well you said a couple of things I want to touch on but first you're just so awesome for recognizing that because I feel like and maybe you didn't even notice it in the moment, but I feel like that takes a lot of maturity and just shows how much you've grown in your relationship and dependence on the Lord to even be able to articulate that. So I'm really proud of you. Thanks. But talk about like community because you coming into college, you're like in this weird place of leaving people from high school and like your established community with your family and school and all of those friends and then having to rebuild that almost your freshman year and meeting new people and exploring who you wanted your closest friends to be so talk about how you built that community freshman year especially when you're going through a hard time but also like how that really helped um, like catapult your walk with the Lord and keep you accountable honestly if I could have broken up at a worse time I don't think it was possible <laughs> yeah because it was my birthday yes and also I was kind of late getting into our friend group yeah and you were. I basically didn't know y'all and invited yeah. you to my birthday party <laughs> no I knew who you were I knew who you were actually I, I've never told you this but I knew who you were because you texted in the PC21 group me about like if we were going to a, if anyone was going to the social or something and wanted to ride with you. Oh, no, that's so <laughs> And so, no, it's not. I thought it was so cute. But I knew who you were because of that. But I didn't, like, I never actually, like, met you in person. And so I feel like your birthday is the first time that I, like, remember spending time with you. Which is cool because, do you remember you also hit a car in the parking lot on your birthday, too? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that so vividly. Everyone it was just asked a bad if day. I wanted to hang out after dinner after I just hit a car, and I yeah. was like, no. Yeah, we're really on my food. So I remember that. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go back to my dorm, and Lydia's going to go upstairs. <laughs> okay, so, anyways, basically, it wasn't good timing. Like, it didn't. From an outsider's perspective, it probably yeah. looked like I was so lonely and didn't have a good support system because yeah. I literally just decided I was going to be in this friend group, and so I invited yeah. them to my birthday party. So <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> Which, side note, I feel like you just have to be like that sometimes freshman year and assert yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because you maybe knew what you were looking for 
and friends and you yeah. saw that in our friend group yes exactly so to answer your question yeah luckily I found them just in time <laughs> yeah. to meet them yeah yeah you did <laughs> um so I would say that really the breakup was great timing horrible timing but like great timing yeah because I was all of a sudden free totally free emotionally yeah wise everything to just hang out with y'all and yeah ask you to hang out all yeah. the time I love it so I got to grow all of our friendships a lot and then yeah. also luckily I had Mara which was my roommate yes and that really bonded us because yeah. you can only hide your emotions so long oh before my goodness somebody's gonna yes. know and if someone's gonna know it's gonna be your roommate yeah so yeah. we got really close through that and then yeah I don't remember the other part of your question no, I think you answered it just about, like, building community. And it just having the perspective you do right now, like you said, it couldn't have come at a worse time, but then also came at the best time to be able to establish those friendships and be able to, like, build up your community for your next relationship. So talk about how, I guess, you just have seen the Lord, like, work through your friends in your relationship that makes sense like how he's used your friends to impact your relationship now yeah I would say that my friends have been a really big impact especially at the beginning because I didn't really I was very fearful of really just dating in general after yeah. my breakup because it I was like I don't want to be heartbroken again right so I was super timid about everything and it was really sweet to have friends who really it was a blessing from the Lord that I was so guarded and hidden, which was yeah. somewhat out of fear, but also just the Holy Spirit guiding me. So yeah. it was sweet for my friends to not be the source of like discipline, telling me yeah. I'm doing something wrong. Right. Instead, they got to tell me that I was doing something right. Yeah. And that they like, they saw so much good coming from it and that they really thought that the Lord was over it and that they trusted me and trusted Colin. Yeah. And so that was really sweet. Emma Kate, one of our friends, she was my roommate last year. And I spent a lot of time talking to her. And the funniest thing to me was that she, like I said, was just always telling me to stop being so scared and to enjoy it because mm -hmm. if you're walking with the Holy Spirit then he's going to be the best person to guard your heart. Like, you can't right. guard your heart better than the Holy Spirit can. Right. So have faith and trust that he will and right. heed his direction. And if you know his direction, then you're going to know when he's telling you, oh, don't do that. Right. Or you should do this. Right. So there's no reason to be scared. And I think that Christian dating has a lot of fear around it because yeah. there's so many unknown boundaries and different opinions. Right, right. So I think that it was really nice to just hear, be simple, mm -hmm. and right. just trust the Holy Spirit. Right. Because sometimes whenever you're so fearful and feel like you're walking on eggshells, then you miss out on the enjoyment and beauty of being in a relationship, whether it's like a friendship or a dating relationship, because I feel like this can apply to both. But if you're walking in the Holy Spirit, then you're not going to be walking away from 
what the Lord has like led you to. But going back to being in hardship of freshman year and feeling like you're crumbling. And I want to talk about what you said about having to rely so much on the Holy Spirit to even go to your biology class. So talk more about some disciplines that you found in this breakup and other things that helped you just pour into and really focus on your relationship with the Lord. Just practical things. Okay. Yeah. I like this question too. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, so really if I had to put a theme on my breakup, I would say A Severe Mercy, which yes. I mentioned to you. Yes. It's a book about this couple who was atheist and then becomes Christian. Yeah. And the whole idea is that the severe mercy was that his wife died, which is obviously so traumatic. Yeah. But in the end, it ended up being a mercy because he really came to know the Lord. Right. After her death. Um, right. So on like a way smaller scale, that's what I would call my breakup. <laughs> because yeah. sometimes idols, if you ask the Lord to take them away, he will take them away. Right. And unfortunately, but so fortunately, I had been very aggressive in my prayers of wanting to right. experience the Lord. So he answered it and yeah. took away that idol. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> so he took away that idol, yeah. which meant that the thing or one of the things that I was like putting a lot of my energy into it's gone. So right. that meant that I had to learn how to put my energy into the right thing, which is right. the Lord. Right. So I spent a lot of time really just throughout my day um, meditating on scripture. I like feel like I always had scripture on my mirror yeah. or just yeah. written in my notebook or on my hand or on my screensaver. Right. Something that was available or in my mind that yeah. would direct my focus to the truth right. that I could think about or chew on because you can always read scripture and get something at the surface, but there's a lot more depth that the Holy Spirit can bring about when it's so personal to you. Right. He can right. apply it a lot to your life and just right. explain it to you better. Right. So that was really helpful. Yeah. Also, listening to worship music all the time and just being in a constant state of, like, thankfulness and praise. Even right. if it's just thanking the Lord that I made the bus. Or right, right. thanking Him that my favorite kind of cookies at the dining hall. Yeah. Or that it's yeah. sunny. Right. Just teaching myself to be thankful and grateful. And really, I actually forgot about this. But I would say the best thing is just to get your mind off of yourself in the first place. Right. Which goes along with distraction. But the best distraction you can have is probably just to love on the people around you. Right. Which goes back to the community. Right. Like going and hanging out with people and hearing from them and encouraging them and uplifting them and loving on them was a great thing that I think kind of carried me through and taught me how to love on people in the first place right right and it takes a focus off yourself almost like you said and allows you to just have a new perspective and like a new appreciation and really like you said with no distractions be able to center your mind on the Lord because whenever you are fully focused on the Lord then you're going to be able to enjoy those other little blessings throughout your day 
like what you were talking about. Um, so we didn't talk about this yesterday, but I wanted to ask you about like your period of singleness and just being single, like how that transformed your relationship with the Lord or was that really hard to wrestle with after coming out of a pretty serious relationship? Like, I don't know, just talk about your time being single. I loved being <laughs> single. <laughs> it was hard for me to stop doing it. Yeah. Because it was so sweet. Yeah. Like, I had friends who didn't have a relationship and who obviously didn't just go through a breakup, who right. wanted a boy and were on the look for a boy. Right. And I was like, I don't understand yeah. why y'all are doing that. Right. You don't want right. one. Oh like, my this gosh. is the best time of our lives. No. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah. So, I would say that singleness was hard. And I had hiccups, like, of sadness about the breakup throughout being sure. single. Sure. For context, I started dating another guy a few, like, maybe eight months after my breakup. Right. So, that's to say that I wasn't single for that long. So, right. anyways. <laughs> um, but still, you had a season of singleness. Yeah. So, learn. Yeah, I would say that I really liked it. Yeah. It was really fun, obviously hard, but going back right. to the community thing, it's just really fun right. being emerged in Christian community, especially mm-hmm. freshman year. Oh my goodness, because it's all new community too, and like you need time to be able to develop those relationships and pour into those people. And also, I just thought about this, there is a short period of time actually don't remember how long but a short period of time where all of our friends were single like because yes, everyone had it was so fun it was so fun <laughs> and we got so close during that time because everyone that was dating ended up breaking up there was like six of y'all yeah. or some yeah maybe five or six out of like eight or nine people that broke up and then there was this period of time where we were all just single and living life together yeah exactly and got to just invest in those relationships because those are what's gonna last even in the midst of like you're dating someone right now but like you still had this period of time where you were able to pour into your friendships too yeah um but with that being said I want to talk about your relationship now with Colin so just tell us everything from the beginning okay so, I, when Colin and I, like, kind of, when Colin came into the picture, really, yeah, I had it on my heart and my mind that I was, like, in a season of hiddenness, which goes into the singleness. Yeah. I was not trying to be flashy. I wasn't trying to, right. I was not trying to date, really. Right, right. And I was really enjoying dating the Lord, too. Right. I forgot about that. I didn't even think about that before. But I think that was the sweetest part about being single was dating the Lord. Right. Because I would literally say I'm going on a date with the Lord. I'm going on a walk with the Lord. I'm going to get coffee with the Lord. Yeah. And it allows you so much intimacy to grow with him and understand how he works and his voice. And the more you spend time with someone, you, like, want to bring them in and their influence on your decisions and what you do matters a lot and you like care what they think about you right and you become more like them so that was really fun to date the lord yeah so anyway it's such a good reminder 
that's what I was doing when Colin yeah. came into the picture. Yeah. Um, how we started or how we met. Mara, my roommate freshman year, needed a date to formal because she had just joined the single club <laughs> and she yes. needed a last minute date. So yeah. a mutual friend matched her up with Colin. We knew nothing about Colin. Colin was not in similar circles as no. us. So me He was and kind of out of the box almost. Like no yeah. one knew who he was. Which is interesting. None of us had met him until Mara. Did. Yeah. Yeah. So the night before they went on formal, Emma Kate and I went on recon and met Colin <laughs> at a party and it was super brief, but it was a thumbs up from what we knew. Right. So she went on formal with him. Thankfully, he was a great date. Yeah. We didn't know what it was going to be like. <laughs> it could have gone horrible. Yeah. But he was a great date. Mara, when she got home from formal, we were going to bed, and I remember her saying, I really think you would get along a lot with Colin. Oh and I was goodness. like, oh, what? <laughs> cool. Yeah. So she invited Colin to eat breakfast with all of our friend group because there was a group of girls and guys. It depended who was there. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, who would go eat breakfast at the dining hall. So Mara invited Colin to come eat breakfast with us because he plays football, so he does not eat at the dining hall. He lives with all the athletes. He didn't have as much opportunity to meet a lot of different people right. like we did. Right. And she knew that he would fit in well with our friends. Yeah. So she invited him, and he came. Go, Mara. I know. <laughs> so sweet. So sweet. So he came to breakfast, and a cute note is that he didn't have a meal plan because he's an athlete, and he would pay like eight bucks. Yes. He says it's six, but I think it was more. No, bowling's expensive. Yeah. So he would pay to come eat breakfast, even though he didn't even eat, just to sit at the table, which started out just sitting at the table with friends, yeah, and eventually turned into sitting at the table yeah. with me. Oh my goodness. Which is so cute. Do you like pick up on him reoccurringly coming to Bolton and yeah. not eating? Okay, well this is kind of funny. <laughs> the first time he ever came, we sat down and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a football player. Like, <laughs> I have to be cool. <laughs> so I sat down and I was Which like, so hey funny. Colin. Yeah. And he was like, hey, Lydia. And I said, oh, you know my name? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I knew that wow. he started coming, but I did not pick up on that he had wanted anything to do with me. That was, okay. I was so oblivious. Okay. And then he asked me on a date. We went on a date. I said I didn't want to go on more dates because I wasn't ready. Right. But then we still went on more dates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I went to camp, came back from camp. And he asked me to be his girlfriend, and then I said yes, and then I said no. <laughs> it's a really rough story. Yeah. And then I came back around and said yes. Because the whole time I knew I wanted to date him through all of my, like, back and forth and confusion. Right. I just knew at first that my heart wasn't ready to, yeah. like, I could not be a good girlfriend at the beginning. Yeah. And then when I got back from camp. I had just been in La La Land where right. you sing songs all day and yeah. dress up as grandmas My and goodness. like ride the jet skis. And you didn't have your phone. You're so disconnected. Yeah. So I yeah. just needed a second to resettle. Right. And then we ended up starting to date. Right. Yes. And y'all have been dating for how long now? 
a little bit over a year. A year. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, and I think that's such a cool story because you weren't looking for anything, and he, like, did all of the pursuing, and, like, then you ended up, obviously, changing your mind. So, my last question about your relationship slash relationships, uh, just talk about, like, boundaries emotionally spiritually and how that's looked different now than in your previous relationships but then also like what advice would you give someone for setting up boundaries in a dating sense i would say that something really interesting that i've learned through dating colin and watching my other friends get into relationships is that boundaries are very specific to the people in the relationship. Yeah. Because I'm okay with certain things that someone else is so uncomfortable with. Right. And vice versa. And neither of them are wrong. Right. It's just what are your strengths and weaknesses. Right. And what do you know would be best and what is the Lord telling you to yeah. protect yourself yeah. against. So I would say that they're super personal. Right. So I'm not going to give a lot of specifics probably. <laughs> Um, besides some spiritual ones, yeah, we don't read the Bible together alone. Yeah, that's good. Basically, because the only interaction Colin has with my spiritual life is seeing the fruit of it in conversation and how I spend my time. Yeah. And if I want to encourage him with something that sure. I've learned that's sure. valuable. But otherwise, my spiritual life is for me and my sisters in Christ and my mentors and people that I'm pouring into. So we don't really go in depth spiritually, which I think is super important because that's something that with my past relationship we did, and that gets you really close. So you you would say this, but, like, there's probably stuff that he knows about you now and, like, y'all aren't together anymore that it might have been better if you had, like, set that boundary in place up front. Yes, I would agree. Someone said this one time that intimacy increases with commitment. Yeah, right. And so if you get it off balance, then you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position. Right. And God says guard your heart above all else. Right. So other boundaries I would say is physically it's super personal, personal, but everyone knows the strict yes and no's. Yeah. And then emotionally, I would say that I go to my friends. I go to the Lord first. Then right. my friends and mentors for emotional things or my mom. But right. not Colin. Colin is not yeah. my pacifier. He's no. not the end all be all. Right. He is super wise and he has great advice and I love to take it and I love to hear his wisdom because it's cute. Right. But that doesn't just because he said something doesn't mean that it's what I need to do and that's right. the best thing for me. Yeah. Um and that does change as your relationship changes, but he's not my emotional right person. Person. And like you said, that's just something everyone has to decide for themselves. And it can be hard in Christian culture because there's not like a handbook or a specific guide of what you need to do but like with discernment and wisdom and relying on the Holy Spirit it will be revealed to you in the right time yeah but oh go ahead wait I, yeah I have one more thing yeah to say. Add. in terms of also the boundaries 
the not idolicizing, <laughs> idolic, idolicizing? Yeah. That yeah. one. That thing. Yeah. I would say that all of those go into it, but also spending time with the Lord has to be your priority or right. it's probably going to end up being something other than the Lord. Yeah. That might be yeah. your relationship. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I'd say that that's super important. How you spend your time is super important. Both separately, like have a life. Right. Have things that you do right. that make you you. Yeah. And that you don't talk to them with, you don't text them with. Just like live your own life, but also how you spend your time together. Have fun together. Find a hobby together. Mm-hmm. Do something interesting together. Right, right. I think that that's super helpful. That's good advice. And I lied to you. What? <laughs> I have one more question. Okay, okay, last question just for fun. What has been your favorite part about dating Colin and being in a relationship? Serious or just like fun? Something fun. Okay. My favorite serious thing is watching him pursue the Lord and seeing his like passionate love for the Lord in yeah. the way that he does mission in very simple ways that's really sweet. Um, so I would say that is my favorite deep thing. And then it's just really fun. Yeah. I think that's the best marker is we have a lot of fun. He's, like, actually my best friend. We just get along well. We understand each other well. And it's just really fun to be with him and to do things with him. I love that. You're so inspiring for me and so many other people. Like, I just need to emphasize this. But you were so wise, and you've taught me how to seek the Lord in every moment because... I've seen you do that in your personal life, dating life, like every area of life. Um, So I'm so glad that we're friends. And thanks Thanks. for coming on the podcast. Thank you for Uh, having me. Yes, y'all, she's the best. So thank y'all so much for listening. And I hope that you felt really encouraged um, and learned something from our conversation today. But I can't wait to talk to y'all again soon. Bye. See ya. amazing episode. I'm so inspired by Lydia and the way that she lives her life and the kind of person she is. And thank y'all so much for listening. I literally love talking to her and just getting to hear more about her life and the inner workings of her relationships throughout college. And I really hope that y'all were able to learn something from that too. So stay tuned very, very soon for my next episode and my next guest who I am so excited for. And I think y'all are going to love her, but I can't wait to talk to y'all soon. Bye.